This episode of The Bubble Lounge is sponsored by Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Voted Best Insurance Agent in DFW by D Magazine. Welcome to The Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. Nellie, we have a lot of amazing people in this neighborhood. And one of them that comes to mind is Pedicolis Brewing. Michael and Melissa Pedicolis. They started a brewery seven years ago. I remember being with them early on when they launched the business. And they are just an incredible success story. No, they really are. And they're our neighbors. We all live on the same street, which is interesting. And they're part of our gang, like our gang of families that gets together all the time for parties, etc. And they're just, they're a lot of fun. They're good people. And they love what they do. (laughs) That's the biggest thing. It's infectious and contagious because they're so enthusiastic about their beers. And they make it a real party. When you go to the brewery, it's like, it's like an event, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It's not just a, I'm going to like a, like a wine tasting. I'm going to taste this. It's not like that at all. Right. It's a party. There's a ping pong contest. There's stuff for the kids to do. It's really fun. A tour and there's tastings, I hear. Yeah. So are you a beer drinker, Martha? I'm really not as a whole, but in the summer when it's really hot, especially here in Texas, I do like a cold brew. I am not typically a beer drinker, but they always bring their beers to our parties, uh-huh. et cetera, and I'll have it out at Bandito's. Or, but their beers are really interesting. Like they have such flavors to mm-hmm. me that it's almost like a wine. Right, definitely. And they have some of the best names for their beers. They have Velvet Hammer, which is one of their best sellers, and then they have another one that I love, Thrilla in Brazilla. Yes. And and then the new one, Bike Pump. Bike Pump. Have you seen the video? Yes. That's going to go viral. I love that video of their brewer doing his bike pump dance. So the story goes that they had a brewer in their brewery that works there, and he dances a certain way that looks like a bike pump. And there's a video that goes along with it. It's absolutely hilarious. (laughs) And we'll put that video on the website. And we're going to have Michael and Melissa Pedicolis here as our guests today. But before we have them on the show, we have a new segment to share with you. It's called Crazy Insurance Story from the Park Cities. From our new show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency. Kathy, tell us a crazy story. Well, one of the craziest claim stories, and I have plenty of them, is the dog set the house on fire. Visualize this. The roast is cooked. They put it in the microwave to cool down. They had to run a couple of errands. Their big dog went after that roast, kept trying to get in to get that roast, inadvertently turned on the microwave, and when they opened that door, that house was on fire. The dog was all right. The puppy was okay, but we had to rebuild that house. And I will tell you, this is why I love being an insurance agent with State Farm, because we get to help and work with our community of Park City. Oh my gosh, Kathy, what a great story. Thank goodness that dog was okay. So if you need insurance, please call our good friend and show sponsor, Kathy Wall State Farm Agency at 214-350-2692 or visit her website at kathylwall.com. That's K-A-T-H-Y-L-W-A-L-L.com. Thank you, Kathy. Welcome back from the break. We are here with the Pedicolises, or Pedicoli, as I like to call them, <laughs> of Pedicolis Brewery. That's become a thing. It really has. Our kids don't love it, but I think it's fun. I don't it love it funny. either, but that ball is rolling down the hill. <laughs> it happens. So, guys, a lot of people don't know how you started. I remember when you started and you were first having the conversations about starting the brewery, but a lot of people might not know that story. Tell us how you got started. Wow, there's a lot there. <laughs> 
a lot of people don't know this. Melissa is really kind of the one that set us on this journey. I had practiced law for a decade and was looking for something else to do. And the only thing that I said I wanted to do that absolutely could not do was being a fireman. She's like, no, no, you, you can't do that. <laughs> no. I said, I have three little children. And if you're running into a burning building and something happens, nobody will marry me. So, and I never tell him no. Nobody so the fact me. that I was like, absolutely not, he was shocked that I said no. <laughs> so then we kind of started thinking of other things that we enjoy doing. And we had been brewing beer in the backyard for years, years and years, and giving it to friends and having them taste it just for fun. And his mom brewed beer and my dad makes wine. And so we kind of always had that inclination. Yeah, definitely. It's, and like, a, it's like a science experiment. Yeah. So, you know, really we had received a business plan to invest in a brewery and we were talking about, hey, do we really want to invest in this? Should mm-hmm. we do this? Should we invest in this brewery? And then one night when we're talking about like, what do we want to do? She says, why don't we open a brewery? Why don't we do this thing ourselves? Why don't we open something here? And she said, you know, instead of investing in something in a market that we don't know anything about, let's just invest in ourselves and do this. And that's really when the light bulb went on over yeah. my head and we started really, uh, went to brew school and started to write a business plan and all the other things that kind of went into building a brewery. So that's kind of how it started, okay. her idea. And while we're talking here, I poured us some beer. I hope that's yeah. okay with you guys. Yeah. Uh, this the is, sound. This, this sound is called, is, yeah, yeah. This is this our is first called, time to drink on the Bubble Lounge. Oh, really? Let's it's the Bubble toast. Lounge. Y'all never had <laughs> yes. champagne? Y'all should, always I, champagne. When, when I heard the name of it, I thought champagne was it every Flowing. episode. So yes, this is an IPA, Thrill in Brazilla. Mm, Enjoy. Enjoy really over good. the course of It's the morning. I kind of feel like Kathy Lee and Hoda, but here we go. I know. They're well, definitely onto something by drinking. Deli- what a great way to start the morning. Well, if you feel like Kathy Lee and Hoda, you're doing well. You're doing a good job because they do okay. I don't they know do. if you know that. They do all right. Which one is this? I'm sorry. What, this is delicious. Thrilla and Brazilla. It's an, it's an IPA. Yeah. It's the like only it. beer I've ever named. We have a I was huge. Ask that. It's a super fun name. My only beer I've ever named. We have a lot of back and forth at the brewery as to who gets to name a beer and. Our beers always have a story behind them. Mm-hmm. And my oldest daughter, Catherine, that is her goal is to name a beer. And anytime she's at the brewery, she is lobbying to the people that work there that they should vote on the names of the beers that she has submitted. <laughs> but this is the only beer I've ever named. Usually I go to Michael with a name and he looks at me and says, yeah, no, that's not going to work. I well, like Most name. of the names are bad, but, you know, when you hit upon a really good one, and this is a great one. We brewed this beer for the World Cup in 2014. It was in Brazil. And so there's a famous Muhammad Ali fight called the Thrilla in Manila, yes. and she she came up with the Thrilla in Brazilla for you know the host country for the World Cup, and so yeah, well done. It's like a badge of honor to name a beer. Catherine's just dying. Our daughter's She's just dying, dying to get one. Yes. She's like, count on it. That's a good beer name. Count on it. Name one. Count on it. Here's a, here's a question. What's the worst name you've ever heard somebody suggest? <laughs> oh gosh, the one that my brewers liked Your that I one. it was it was watch which one you say. No, yeah. well, no I, I'm not going to talk about the offender series. You got to get you got to find us personally to talk about that one. But the one that they wanted was flippy floppy time, and I said oh. that is terrible. I get that's it. Summer worst. beer. Yeah, that's, I'm like flip flops are dirty. No, that's just, so there you go. Yes, oh terrible, gosh. terrible name. <laughs> Evokes. Yeah, it sounds like it's beer, flat beer and more. Right? It sounds wrong. Awful. See, so Burnleg, I hope you're listening to this. You too, Chad and Jordan. Not yeah. a good beer name. We collectively agree it's a horrible name. So <laughs> you guys have done the best job of branding. Like I know, I mean, you yes. are the best beer in Texas. And I notice when I go to restaurants now, I will look to see if they have it. And it's in every restaurant. And I notice that you don't have it. I want to name certain restaurants. But I notice that they're not in like sort of unhip places. Your beer is only in hip places. You yes. clearly 
pick where you're going. It's about your branding, right? We really rely on our customers because up until recently, we didn't even have a sales team. We relied on our customers to be the word of mouth and to ask for it at different locations. And so we've really focused that way really a pull through marketing as opposed to a push through marketing, having the consumers ask for it and getting it in the places. But now we actually have a sales team in place, which is exciting. Yeah, but it is, it's a good point. Our goal is to make our consumers our marketing stars, mm-hmm. right? I don't buy products because I see an ad or hear an ad. I buy products because my friends tell me mm-hmm. they're good. And so it was very intentional. Hey, man, let's get our consumers as our marketing stars and get those guys going out on social media saying, or to a bartender or a bar owner, get this beer and get this beer. And so really, it was very organic how that happened. I would agree, but there are other factors at play there. Some of those chainy type places are yeah. run by big beer distributors who do a very fantastic job of keeping my beer out of there. You're, like you're not at Hooters. For example, uh, how, uh, how do you we know have that, Nelly? We, we have been at Hooters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we are still at a couple of Hooters. But man, come on. Hooters is hip. Nelly, what's wrong with you? That's like the most hip new place. I just want to ever. know how you know that, Nelly. Uh, <laughs> well, my friend Kim Gatlin, her family owned Hooters. So, <laughs> yes, her, she said it's sort of like the scourge of their family because, you know, they're this fancy family, yet they owned Hooters. Well, that's <laughs> that's awesome. It's like our friend who uh, owned a bunch of strip joints for a long long time. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, not everyone's brave enough to start their own business. Obviously, there is a lot of risk involved. Tell us about some of maybe some of the scary times in the beginning, uncertain times. Or did you even have any? No? (laughs) Oh, for her, she's like, no. Being married to Michael, that was the scariest part. Really, one of the part of this all became because in 2008, when the market is crashing, and we're looking at our retirement accounts, thinking, why are we invested in these guys who are cooking their books or acting fraudulently, you know, and we don't know anything about what they're doing. And, you know, we started to think, hey, man, let's gamble on ourselves. Let's do something ourselves. It's not inexpensive to open up a brewery. So although, you know, there were discussions, I can remember, you know, writing the plan, all that. But the day I had to write the check for all of the equipment, mm-hmm. that's when it became real because so it's like, bad. all right, here is a chunk of change yeah. that is now gone. And this is real. And, and that that equipment's going to come. You better set it up and start brewing. But the way I saw that was that it was nice because at least we had assets we could sell if something went south. But like um, a garage sale of selling those big vats? <laughs> well, at the time, we were one of the first breweries in Dallas. And okay. so people were looking for brew equipment. So I thought, well, if this doesn't work out, God forbid, we can sell the assets, whereas the money we lost in the market is never coming back. Sure. And so to me, that was a lot less scary gambling on Michael than it was gambling on other people. Mm-hmm. Because I know what he can do. I know the beer he can brew. I know that he has a vision. I know so much about him. I've known him for 30 years. So all my faith was in him. I knew we'd be okay. Yeah. And worst case scenario, he goes back to practicing law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got a good thing to fall back on. <laughs> okay. Here's what I really want to know. What is it like working together? I know for a fact I couldn't work with my husband. How's that dynamic work out? Do well, you guys talk to each other at home? That's funny. <laughs> we actually do. So we will pour a nightcap. This is kind of funny. And sit and talk about business stuff. Because since I don't go into the brewery every day anymore, I typically don't go get Yeah, but my tell them. Come on. Tell them what you want to tell them. Tell them what happened. I got fired. <laughs> what? I got fired. You got fired? Yes. I did so... notice your email was bouncing back when we were emailing. Yes, it did. Several times. <laughs> well, no, I do still have an account there. But when we were small and it was just us and a couple of brewers and the volunteers, it was easy to go in there and work when I needed to work and take care of what I needed to take care of. So I did the representing the beer. I did some of the marketing. I did the merchandise, worked every tour. But as we've gotten bigger, it's become harder and harder 
to work together and just pop in. Unlike most people, I require a please and a thank you. And when I don't get that, I get a little cranky. Yeah. So it's kind of a joke. I mean, she, we say she got fired, and I guess to an extent, yes, she got fired. But really, I mean, our personal relationship, our marriage is so fantastic. I mean, it is really good that, you know, there were times where it's like, okay, hey, can you do, do this or get this done? And she's like, well, can you say please? I'm like, I'm please or thank you. I'm like, you're the only employee. Like, I, I, this has to happen. I just need to get this done. Please. You know, but so I didn't want our business relationship to wear away any of the good of our personal relationship because our marriage is like super fantastic. It's above and beyond really, really good. And so for me, it was much more about keeping that intact for fear of, all right, hey, I don't want our business relationship. So that's why you fired her? Yes, right. And, and fi- I didn't but, take it well. But, I mean, she, we say fired, but, I mean, she's still involved. She's still heavily involved. I mean, she sold an account two days ago when she was, you know, having dinner somewhere. So it's not like she doesn't do anything. She's still heavily involved in the big decisions we make. You know, I don't mm-hmm. make without talking decisions. to her. At night. Yeah. And that's what we do. We talk at night. We text each other back and forth so that we have record of the talk. And I, did, I don't do that. I didn't know you were doing that. I text you, you all the time. Oh. You text while so you're you'll re- well, so you'll remember what we talk about. <laughs> yes, you're texting because he doesn't you guys listen. are amazing. So I have to text so that it's proof that I said that. <laughs> I didn't know you were doing that. So what a big deal that you guys were in D Magazine. Oh, that was so cool. So, yeah, yes, yeah. Braveheart. Like I love it. You know? Okay, oh, that's ridiculous. That is not. Not at haven't all. made it at all, but it was really cool. That photo spread was cool. The picture of the family in there was cool. Tim Rogers' opening paragraph was super Amazing. awesome. It's, it's, you know, you take pride in that kind of stuff. It's not easy to remain relevant, and it's not like we've been around forever, but seven years, and, you know, to continue to have stuff like that happens does provide some sort of validation that maybe we're doing things right. Yeah, agreed. You certainly are. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about this major lawsuit that could change the way beer is sold in Texas and also hear some funny stories from the Pedicola. So stay tuned. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show, but that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break. We are just discussing the lawsuit, Michael, and I'm just curious about it. You guys are really small business people, and you're fighting for the rights of other small business people. Yeah, that's been actually, looking back at my legal career, it was about that too, representing the small guy against big business. And How we've acted as a brewery as a whole organizationally is somewhat consistent with that. In fact, you know, I served on the legislative committee. I was chair of that committee for the Texas Craft Brewers Guild for quite some time, championed our rights in the legislative arena. I filed a suit against the state of Texas to further the rights of craft brewers. In fact, we won at trial. We lost at appeal. 
that case is currently pending before the Texas Supreme Court. So we hope to hear something within probably 30 days from now. So yes, that's what it's about, championing our rights and trying to advance our rights when the system that is really set up currently is very disadvantageous for the brewer. Mm -hmm. Well, and you guys also do a lot of work with charities as well, right? Because speaking of helping the little guy. Absolutely. A huge part of what we do the third Thursday of every month is Give Back Thursday. And a different we highlight a different charity and provide or donate back 15% of our taproom sales to that charity the third Thursday of every month. But we do a lot of work with My Possibilities, which is a group here in North Texas that helps educate those who have mental disabilities into adulthood. So... They do a lot of work. We're doing a lot of work with those guys and, you know, are super proud of what especially Michael Finley within our brewery has done for uh, my possibilities. How does a charity get on your radar? How do they get to be considered? Contact us. Just give us a call. Absolutely. Uh, shoot an email to me or just call someone at the brewery. We, we're we always looking for different causes to support. There are so many good ones out there. We love supporting anything that has to do with women and children, education, and medical advancements. Nice. So we really try to find things that fit within our organization. Since we're a family, and we really believe in supporting things that help the family. Yeah, it's really nice to meet somebody who has a company and is really trying to give back to the community they live in, right? I mean, to me, you guys are really a big part of the community. It's about supporting the people that support us. And this community yeah. is supporting us. So we want to support them. You know, when you mentioned earlier, hey, that's, your beer is only at the hip places. I'm, I'm thinking, well, I guess we only go to hip places because we only go to places that serve our beer. <laughs> and if you don't serve our beer, if you You're don't support coming. us, we don't go there. I'm not yeah. going to go support you if you don't support us. So, you know, it, it's well, very actually, genuine. I figured it out. I think it's because we are all bubble inhabitors. Ah. And so we only go to fancy places. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but I will say it all generated with my children because when they were really little – now they're much older, but when we first started, we'd go somewhere and they would ask, do they have our beer? And we'd say no. And they said, well, why are we here? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. so cute. We thought it was, it really hit home. We're like, yeah, why are we here? <laughs> why are we and here? So we really have made it a point to only support those that support us. Well, and speaking of your kids, one of the things I love doing is going to the brewery and like the kids can play. You have the ping pong competition. Oh, yeah. Ping pong, ring kids toss. Can, you know, kids can hang out, run around and parents can drink. I mean, yeah. And sodas are a dollar. Right? Bring your kids our sodas or a yeah. buck. We're not trying to make money off of the, like the non, right? The Topo Chicos or the uh-huh. Cokes. But we do have a lot of games for the kids, too. Like yes. our children like to go up there and play the games. We have yeah, a whole box of board, of board games and ping pong and shuffleboard. And so they like to come and hang out and listen to music. And we do a game night on Friday nights. There's, There's always something going on, and we're always, you know, very much encouraging families to come because it's, it's about family. Think brewery and they think, oh, hey, I just need to go with my buddies. Yeah. Uh, that's not, that's I, not true. I bring bring a family be, out. That would be the last place I would think of as a family to go. But I love that you've turned it into an actual destination where you can bring your buddies down there, spend yeah. a whole day. It's an event. It's cool. a tour. We provide a killer experience. It's mm-hmm. this really unique tri-level space. It's something that you're not going to get anywhere else. It's all about experience for us. We're trying to deliver something that is unique that you're going to remember and think, ah, oh, I had a good time. I've never thought we were in the beer industry. I think we're in the entertainment industry, right? People drink because they want to be entertained. They want to have a good time. So Mm -hmm. that carries through in the tap room too. It's like, we want to provide you an experience that is going to make you come back and tell your friends that, hey, this place is killer. Do you have any big events coming up? You always have an event. There's always. I mean, I think we've got a group getting together to clean up the portion of the Trinity Trail right by us. You know, we have a monthly running club that comes in. We've got a car show coming up. Just check our calendar online at pedaclesbrewing.com. We always have stuff going on. Would you say about the running group? 
Uh, we have a monthly running group. In fact, we just finished doing a 5K recently, had like 2,000 people out, closed the streets. But we have a monthly 5K, or yes, uh, on a Saturday, there's a group that comes in like 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning, does a casual run or walk, and then has a beer or two afterwards. Okay, I didn't even know this. So do you guys run it every time? No, but I ran the 5K just recently, yeah. And both of our kids did, too. I'm well, going to do it. That sounds like fun. I'll run with Charles. Yes, we we have three, but only two of them ran. One of okay. them decided to sleep in. Which one was that? Lola decided to sleep in. <laughs> but she's our most active with cheer and whatnot, so it was all good. But it was fun. I have to say, you're fun neighbors to have. Hey, we you try to be. Street, I, it's, I like street. having fun. I like, can I hijack this for a second? I want to hi- I was reading about this show, and it sounded like, hey, man, we're providing you tips and life hacks for the park cities. Is that true? I mean, is that part of your vision yeah, it here? Is. Is that- so I, I have a few. Can I oh, share a few share. Um, share tricks, life hacks, <laughs> let people know I can't some wait of the to hear this. inside details? This is going to be good. Um, we, can, we can breeze through this or, you know, you, you can talk about this, all right? We've got a bar in Snyder Plaza now. Peggy Sue's, they've redone their bar Friday nights, mm-hmm. late night. You don't have to go all the way to Inwood Tavern. Really cool, and their food's actually good now, too. You can walk around. Although, Inwood Tavern's always fun. Yeah, yeah. I love Inwood Tavern, but I'm just saying something closer to the UP crowd. So you can walk or bike. For your kids, get them in volleyball. It's the most fun sport to watch, typically indoors. Do the carriage ride at Christmas at Highland Park. That is a ball. Take your summer vacation in the first week of summer. You'll feel like you've already accomplished something, and the kids (laughs) love getting away immediately. Stop it with the Christmas cards. We've gone overboard on the Christmas cards. I, I got Christmas cards from families and people that I don't know. Um, stop it. We just we need to get over that. Can I say something? Interject for a second. Yes, please. Yeah, I saved the Christmas cards from some of our neighbors on our street because I don't remember what their names are, <laughs> and I keep them in my address book so I can refer to it and be like, oh yeah, that's Bob. We actually did an episode on Christmas cards a few months ago too. Oh, good. Well, I hope I'm not flying in the face of that prior. We made fun of the whole process of how extravagant we get with the Christmas cards in it's, this town. It's, it's, <laughs> the makeup. It's ridiculous. It's overdone. Stop it. Um, Stop it. Cut the cord. Get rid of satellite TV. It's time to use digital. Only old people are still have cord, and it's twice as expensive. So do that. This is a big one. Park in front of your own house. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes. If there's shade in front of your neighbor's house, they want to use that shade. (laughs) Park in front of your own house and tell your friends and your guests to also park in front of your own house if there's a space. It's not that difficult. (laughs) Things will happen on occasion where someone doesn't need to park in front of your own house. But please don't make it a habit to park in front of somebody else's house could be upsetting his list is Um, really long yeah (laughs) have you ever seen those things though they have the no parking signs and i'm like do they just buy those online like they don't officially have the right to do that actually you can get them from the city of up but you don't don't have to follow them no but exactly they don't count i mean but you can get it from the city (laughs) okay keep going mike okay i think that's about it but one hidden sushi place people don't think of r&d as a sushi place their sushi is amazing there the nigiri the Mm -hmm. press sushi the dynamite roll that place is awesome for sushi so you have have that um, and they have you, golden opportunity if you haven't discovered pie tap <laughs> discover pie tap it's awesome there's one in the, the design, design district, district and there's one on knox henderson awesome food there you go there's your life hacks this has been a great episode i want you guys to know something never park in front of the pedicolis's house That's right. <laughs> they'll pour beer all over it oh I, that, i'm not talking about myself <laughs> Drink a lot of beer, visit the brewery, bring the family. It's a great place for like a whole afternoon, morning, whatever. 
So, guys, I have never been to Petticola's Brewery. Oh, come on. I know. Come on. And I want to come down. I want to bring my family. Tell me how I can get there. You've got to do it. People don't realize we're, I mean, we're in the Dallas Design District, right? If you know where the Meddlesome Moth is, we're a half mile from the Meddlesome Moth, 35 in Oakland. So, very, very close. Bring the whole family. There's no cost to come in. It's free. All the games are free. The only thing you're paying for are the beers and the drinks that you have. The good times and high fives are also free. Always something going on. Bring everybody Petticola's Brewing Design District. Bring it. And you must see Michael play ping pong. Oh, <laughs> if I'm there, I want to play you. Challenge me. Feel free. Feel free. Let's do it. We're located at 1301 Pace Street down in the Design District. Okay. So that's been our show, guys. Thanks for having us. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Melissa. Jackson. And we're, to- and we're toasting with our morning beer. Thank you guys for listening. You've been in the Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next week.